It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. A deer bursts through the window of a courthouse and a turkey investigates. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's News. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. News is brought to you by Zero Rest. Kev, what's up? Well, I think robots are a thing where we all know they pretty much can do everything we do or it's getting to that point. But one thing that even though it was shown... You know, well, they the can't Jetsons. log into some websites because you have to click on the I'm not a robot thing. That's true. So they can't do that. And they'd be honest about it. Right. They would say, oh, I'm a robot. You know, oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like even on the Jetsons, I feel like one of the things, the Rosie? Was Rosie the robot. Rosie. Yeah. 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 Don't you feel like she cooked food for them? Oh, yeah. She I had think the, she did. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. She always wore that apron. Well, scientists say that one of the hardest things to get a robot to do is to be able to cook because there's so much human interaction and the taste and that whole concept that a robot can't completely understand. But now using sophisticated AI, researchers at the University of Cambridge have come up with a machine that is able to watch videos like a YouTube video, study the frame, and realize that's a vegetable, that's a hand, the knife is doing this, it studies it, it has to watch it over and over so it can realize the process, and then it's able to identify which ingredients work best together, even point out if the human chef may have used the wrong amount. Whoa, you know, easy. If you didn't measure it, and you just did the old grandma thing where you just scooped it, and well, this is how much we put in. It'll, it'll notice that it's able to make its own food then. So we now have robots recreating recipes by watching cooking videos. Several commercial commercial companies have built prototypes, but none of them are currently even close to being as good as a human. So this is one where robot, you know, stay away from our food. Got them. I don't mind you bringing it to me, but let's let the human cook it because apparently humans still... They say they lag way behind human counterparts when in terms of skills when it comes to cooking. Even watching the videos now, this may they may get better at it, obviously. But the one thing that I think we'd be okay with a robot doing, we're not gonna they're not good at it yet. I just asked Chat GPT to tell me a robot cooking joke. Oh. How does a robot chef greet its guests? I do not know. Oil, be your server today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do robots, like do it. futuristic robots have oil? I don't know. I feel like that's more like Wizard of Oz. That is. That's <laughs> definitely a Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I was thinking cooking oil, maybe. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, there you that's go. a joke. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know either. Why is the robot shelf always unhappy? Why? It had a hard time processing all the greater expectations. Mm-hmm. Got to process it. Mm. So cooking robot, not that impressive, but I'll read you this headline as we bring you our second story from robot. Story number two. Robot Town. I, I don't know if I can even get into the details after reading the headline. Really? Stand by for a sneeze. Oh, you're oh. on a you're on a sneeze bender right now. Maybe just went away. Oh man! Uh, okay, I'm gonna explode. Stand by for me exploding Whoa. during the news. 
No, let it out. I don't Good want luck. the explosion. Yeah, look in the light. Do the yeah. whole thing. Right. Oh, can't get Look it at now. the brightest thing in here. Stare right at me. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> while Kevin's doing that, quick breaking news. PGA Tour. It looks like they're going to merge with Liv. There you go. Really? Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. Go, Big if money. No whammies. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. The world's first baby is born from a transplanted uterus implanted by a robot. So like I said, uh, oh, PGA Tour God. is set to merge with Liv. And that will be that all their legal issues will be uh, they'll go away taken now. away. Yeah, sure. They'll be, yeah, they'll be waived. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, kind of crazy, right? Now this. Yeah, one more for you today, boys. I knew story number three. That story would not be one we wanted nope. to get into. Nope. nope. But it was pretty amazing compared to a robot struggling to cook. But you can just make babies, apparently. Nope. Okay, now this: a driver was fined one hundred and twenty-nine thousand dollars <laughs> for speeding in Finland. Whoa, that is a lot! How fast was that guy going? The penalties are calculated in Finland on a basis of your income. Oh no! Wow. I don't actually hate this <laughs> because it, it's not. It does stink. My son got a uh, not a red light ticket, but a speeding ticket. Speeding ticket on one of the cameras. Okay. At the end of a school zone, he was going oh, yeah. too fast. They got oh, him. Oh yeah, it's like three hundred ninety some dollars. Yeah, I, I like, don't think you can do anything about Lord. it either. Yeah, there's no. Can't appeal it. Yeah, the light was flashing, and I was like, yeah, as long as that light's flashing, there were no kids anywhere around. But it's like, yeah, if that light's flashing, I think you're toast, bud. That, that that's a lot, but. Uh, Based on his income, so this guy is loaded. He makes a lot of money. So they base it off a percentage of your income, and that's where it comes out. Wow. To $129,544 for a ticket. Wouldn't Man. poor people just speed all the time then, Kevin? It seems, yeah, Jay, that's a good point. Although I guess if you get perc- fined yeah. a percentage, it still stinks. I know, but it's still like $10, which I think might be easier to come up with. Yeah, I wonder what the lowest. If they still if made they it just, like a hundred dollars, they you know, bracket so still, it. Yeah, so it still hurt. Right, where you're like, oh man, I'm only making this much money, and I got to pay a hundred dollars for a ticket. That, that would be stinks. a lot then. Yeah. yeah, and this is where they do that. Finland. That's just okay. That's not a Europe thing. We had to slim GPT for the joke. <laughs> I heard he was just trying to get to the finish line. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. I think it's actually better than the one I was going to go with, which was when the police officer pulled him over, he walked up and said, how much money do you make? And he told, I guess that has to be the way they do it, right? Probably ask you for your W-2. how much money you make, yeah. And then he said, oh, you're finished. Oh. Why was he a robot? My guy didn't have to be a robot. Yeah, Kev GPT has to be the robot voice. Right. Not police officer. You got to do the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Came to the window. Plus, how fun is the robot voice? It's it was a so great fun, voice, I wanted man. to do it. It's a great For a police officer. Well, the police officers, you guys don't know this. Of course, you don't know this because I didn't tell you yet. Police officers in Finland are all robots. Oh, okay. wow. Very cool. Yeah. They can uh, implant uteruses, but they can't cook. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. How often do you drink out of plastic cups at home? There aren't any other kind. Kevin James. Brandon? What? Plastic? <laughs> Brandon checked out of the conversation. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Kevin, it promises to be fun and great, according to the song. Oh, here we go. Let's see if this is fun and great. My little brother is having his first son in a month. My brother is a third. He shares his name with my dad and my grandpa. So, of course, he'll be naming his son the same thing. Well, at least that's what we all thought. However, he has told me he is naming his son something else and that carrying on the name is old-fashioned and doesn't matter anymore. The name has run its course, he says. This will be super, super hurtful to my dad who doesn't know yet. I'm trying to convince my brother it's important to keep the family name. He's the only boy, and both my sister and I are done having kids. Or ours, ours are older now. Am I wrong for thinking... He's being super disrespectful and selfish, not carrying on that family name anymore. Do I tell my dad about this? I know my brother has no intentions of telling him. He knows dad's going to be upset about it. That's from Carolyn today. 509-441-0999 to call or text. Oh, I don't know, Kevin, Eugene, anybody in your family ever gone through it? Yeah, you know, and a little different because mine was just, it's just a middle name, which I feel like is so much easier to just Put in but there. didn't they use it as a first name for a long it, time? It was a first name, but it wasn't like we were all the same exact name. Okay. Like otherwise, I would be Eugene Harry James. That was my ah, I grandpa, see. and then my dad would be Eugene Harry James Jr. I got it because I it's would not be exactly Eugene the same. Harry James the third. You said Harry James. Then I guess Tyler would be Eugene Harry James the fourth. Mm-hmm. I am glad that didn't happen. <laughs> that's the tough part. If it's a name you don't enjoy, yeah, that's you, really hard to carry it on. You don't get to name someone else's kids. That that uh, This one actually has my blood boiling. You do not get to name someone else's kids. I don't care what you want them to name their kids. I do not care. You do not get to rename someone else's kids. They get to name their kids. Guess what? Yeah. It's their kid. Period. End. Yeah, and the that, that's Slim, I'm so with you. And I get the family name thing that you are, you know, Whatever the name is, let's just say his name is James, James Donald Seymour the third. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> I get the pressure of feeling like okay, this has been my family name. They're expecting me to name my kid the fourth. Yeah, but if you don't like it and you don't want to, I mean, I. I'm with you there, Slim. It is your kid. You get to kind of name it what you want. Is if, there a way to work it in a middle name? If I'm mad at my son at some point for not naming our, his kid something, then that's on me. Yeah, And for I'm sure. going to have to look in the mirror, and I will just say it. Bad dad. Don't you it's Bad dad on me. If my, if my son names his kid something, and I'm mad about it like a baby, then I'm that's on me, 100%. You think he should tell his dad? Yeah, uh, I do. Prior to the birth? Like prior to naming, should you go, Dad, just so you know, so yeah. that it just doesn't surprise yeah. you. I feel like that's 
the, I mean, because you're 100 percent right. There, name there, the child what you want to name the child. There is a streak involved right. that is going to be sort yeah. of expected. Right. I do think you need to tell your dad just That's, straight up, "Hey, man, right, the streak's ending," and then it's up to dad to not be a child. A, that 100 percent. And then maybe yeah. come up with the solution with dad. Just say, "Hey, what do you think if we name him? You know, use your name." Only when I'm mad at him. <laughs> the middle name or, or whatever, because there are ways to work it What if I just there. name my kid dad and you love him? Yeah, that, I mean, you and should. And we don't well, even worry right. about anything with you worried about the baby's name. Yeah, I don't think that it's uh, disrespectful to not name your child the fourth of whatever. I don't think that's the disrespectful. I wouldn't put that word in there. I just think you should probably tell your dad. And then if he, yeah, if he can't sure. handle it, that's on him. I would imagine if you were a king or something, like a royal family, probably could considered disrespectful. I don't know that they but get I the choice. That, I doubt that they are. Yeah. Yeah, I doubt that these people people are royalty. You don't think these people are royalty? Uh-uh. Yeah. I would just, if it was if it was happening in my family, I know I would just tell my dad, hey, yeah. this is what's happening. And if he throws a fit, you're like, well, he throws a fit. You know? Yeah, and there's Sorry. no grandpa that's not, I mean, the grandpa's going to love the kid. Whether the kid's named Jill, he's going to love the kid. I mean, you have the last name, correct? That is the great part. Chills? The laugh name gets to carry on, Jay. So that part is nice. Yeah, I think at that point you just, hey, Dad, guess what? But I think surprising him is kind of lame. If you just kind of like after I, the fact. Agreed. Yeah. I definitely think you should be telling him beforehand. Just so that he, when why wait till the day when the kid's born to drop that on Dad? Because if it does upset him a little bit, and who knows if he's really going to be upset or right. if just... Carolyn, who wrote the letters, upset. You know, yeah. You don't want to. You don't need adding drama to your to the day of the birth of no, the child. No, that's is there cool drama moment. on that day? I can't remember. There's enough going on. Oh, it's busy. I know that. It's a smooth day, guys. It's easy day. It's, it's simple, right? Like yeah. You just sit around and just wait. Rather boring. It's a boring week in general. So, do you have any family <laughs> names that you guys pass on or anything? No. Is there not a not a middle name or Nuh-uh. Slim Junior. No, we n- nothing like that. That's probably good. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 999 nine Coyote Country. I like, like, the Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Oh. Kevin James. Yeah, yeah. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 999 nine Coyote Country. All right, let's do some entertainment news, shall we? Guys, it came to a close thanks to Midnight's special edition. Taylor Swift's Midnight's album, a special release, ended Morgan Wallen's streak 12 weeks straight at number one for his new album. It's going to end there. Now, Morgan still got last night the song at number one for nine weeks, so he still has a streak there available. But the big one... 12 weeks in a row with a number one album comes yeah. to a close at the hands of Taylor Swift. That's kind of the one we thought would do it. I feel uh, like Okay, I did not I didn't who I did else not. is going to do it. Well, I didn't realize Taylor was releasing a a like a her same album but a deluxe of a Under, deluxe edition. Yeah, repackaged. And I probably wouldn't have bet on a deluxe edition of an already released right. album to be the one to take down Morgan. Even Taylor, huh? Because her album was already out, Slim, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. And didn't was her album out before Morgan's? Oh yeah, well, okay, so well, well before ago, last Morgan's. Year, yeah. So then it was just like maybe just a little boost, and Morgan's is twelve weeks in now. So, and so what do you what do you attribute that to? Bit, the concerts? What do you it's think? Got to be just more and, people are like excited, or yeah. regenerating some enthusiasm. 
Maybe you, Matt Healy bought a bunch of them, <laughs> and then was like, "Dang it!" It's a goodbye Dang present. It. Yeah, I haven't heard a word from Morgan for a while, and Taylor's as hot as can be right now. Hilarious. Thirty-two weeks on the chart, so yeah, been out a minute. Yeah. It has to be the tour. And Taylor does keep her streak alive. Another streak. I mean, Morgan's ends, but her stays alive in never being able to find love. As another boyfriend, yeah. By the wayside. I mean, just. I don't know how big how rebound. Keeps Matt Healy, big rebound guy. For sure. Not the one that you thought was gonna be it, right? He's like the Carl Malone of Taylor Swift boyfriends. <laughs> A big rebound? Big He's, rebound guy. Um <laughs> I would have gone with, That was for John. I would have gone with Charles Barkley, but it's fine. I see you're yeah. doing it for local purposes. Yeah, I was so. trying to trying to keep things for our guy here in town. Yeah, I appreciated that. Thank I, you. I'm assuming. John, I know you're listening, yeah. Mr. Stockton. I've never I Never talked to you in my life, but someday. Will I, you I once pray. when you bump into John Stockton, and you will at some point Hell because yeah, you guys, so. you know, you're, you're closer to the same circles than you've ever been. I don't think I've ever seen John Stockton out and about. I, well, I've got buddies who have seen him, like buying a sandwich or something. I've had a buddy help him out at a restaurant. I, oh. All this, I've never seen John Stockton out and about, and I think the day that I do. I, my hands will be very sweaty. And I just out of curiosity, will you say Mr. Stockton? I, I won't say a single uh, Mr. Stockton, just so you know, I won't say a single thing. Like, that is true legendary status in my head. It's weird because and you know his sons I know his so sons. well. I love his sons. His <laughs> sons are awesome. I'm, I'm friends so with his funny. boys, and they're great, and I love it, but, uh, you're, I mean, it's John Stockton. Guys. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I just did the thing where <laughs> I didn't, know what I would ever say to him. And then at Gonzaga one time, he was standing down at the scorer's desk talking to Tom Hudson and Adam Morrison. And I walked, had to walk right by him. So I just looked at him and I go, hey, John, acting like we were Like BFFs, you know each other. We've yes. known each other for a hundred years. Yeah. Oh, me, oh, me and Stocks, we're tight. And, and I go, and kept walking, hey, John, I and then walked right by him and yes. sat down right next to him, you yes. know, yeah. at my chair. And I just thought, well... And that was it. There was no other conversation. Wow. And I'm sure he was thinking, who's that? I know. I said to him one time at the table, I said, I hear you're good at this. Can you pass the gravy? <laughs> Dre, yeah, you broke bread with John Stockton. And he probably hit you right in the hands. Oh, it was perfect. It was just boom. I wasn't even, I, right I was barely looking. Poof, poof. Dinner what roll. an honor to get Corn. food poof. passed to you from oh, John Stockton. Man, unbelievable. Pretty lucky guy, Jay. Count Thank your you. blessings. I agree. And count your money, because I hear he's a pickpocket, too. Pretty okay. good at steals, right? Great at steals. Wasn't he one of the all-time leaders in steals? <laughs> I in think the that's NBA? correct. Hey, not one of. He yeah, is the, the, the all-time leader in yeah. steals. My bad if you're listening. <laughs> what do you mean, if? Yeah, we know he's listening. My bad you're listening. Uh, guys, you know who uh, took Morgan Wallen's place in the top of the charts? Do you also know who took his place at some of the the outdoor festivals? Because, you know, he can cancel his concert. He can't cancel a festival. When your voice goes, you have to have somebody well, to replace you. Chesney did some of them, He right? did, yes. And I don't... Who was the other person? Chase I, Rice did the Gulf Coast Jam in Panama City, Florida. Oh, okay. So, you know, you're Chesney. You're like, wow, okay, that's a pretty big deal. Chase Rice, you're like, I don't know. Chase Rice, like, is that, a, yes. is that an equivalent? No. I mean, <laughs> no, no, nobody is. It's no. unfair. I mean, well, Chesney was a good fit, right? Like Chesney. Well, that's does a pretty good grab. Shows. Yeah. that's not bad. Yeah. But yeah, Chase Rice does not fit the bill. I will give him credit for one thing: his show. If he gets the big stadium show, and they, I don't know, 
make Morgan pay for it or whatever. Right. The amount of loud and fire and so I feel like he'll put on a great show at least. Jay, can I ask where again he was filling in? Panama City, Florida. So uh, I guess it's close-ish because, of course, Chase Rice, a Carolina guy. And so if you're in that area, maybe you get a little bump from home court advantage. I'm sure you would, yeah. Where it's like Chase is big there. It's kind of like how Chris Stapleton will be here next week. His show sold out quicker than usual because Alan Stone, local boy, is on the show. And that helps out a ton. You're going to get a big bump when you have a big local name on a show. So maybe that helps a little, but I don't know how... How close Panama City, Florida is to Chase Rice's home in in, Carol, in the Carolinas. Yeah, I don't know how much regional yeah. pull there is there, but he yes. I, he, he kind of did the right thing. I feel like he said, "Hey, I, Morgan couldn't be here, and, and I'm going to give you my best impression. I'm not going to do it justice, but I I promise you that. But if I forget the words, if y'all wouldn't mind singing them back to me, that would be great. This one's for our guys and our boy back home who's not doing that great. Okay. And then he sang, "Sand in My Boots." Oh, cool. I kind of like it. Yeah. You know everybody's going to sing it, so you can't really go wrong. I, I love the, just singing it. makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, doesn't it? I, feel, I, was, I was like, good on you, Chase Rice. I, I would almost be okay if he sang multiple... Yes, Morgan Wallen songs. I, I think there's. I don't think you're going to get knocked for that at all, or or be like, oh man, Chase Rice is phoning it in. He doesn't have enough songs. I think. I think in this situation, you're going to be okay to sing three or four for sure. Yep. Yeah. I mean, people. That's, that's what they're there to hear. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I enjoyed it. I thought, you know, Chase Rice, well done. He was very humble about it, which I heard him talking at the beginning. But I thought, well, let's see, you, you approached it the right way. So I say to you, Chase Rice, well done. It, it was like the other day, Jay Miranda Lambert. At her concert, saying "Thought You Should Know," she co-wrote that. Yeah, and commented on the fact. Well, this hasn't been sung a lot lately, <laughs> and so I just didn't want it to go away. Right, wanted to give it the love that it did. And she sang it at her show, and it was awesome. And Miranda was amazing singing it. And I didn't realize I'd forgotten that she was a co-writer on that yeah. song. But it, I think that's really cool. I think that's really cool that Chase did that. I think it's cool that Miranda did that. And you show a little love to the guy who's down right now because he can't be out there singing. Right. Have we heard any update on how his recovery? He can't we're, talk, Kevin. We're like a week away, right? Where he's yeah. supposed to be back. Is that right? Is it a week? Is that right? I, I think he might be the, close. Yeah, it is. 15th it is. of June. Yeah. Man. So, uh, I just haven't heard a word from his camp. Obviously, Morgan's not talking, but I think he can email people. It, Whether his recovery was going... As scheduled, I would imagine he have to go see the doctor again. Do would you not? Oh, for sure. Oh, when you're on Jay. that long a vocal I'm rest, I'm got a feeling there's a doctor in his throat every day. It oh, they, they, there has to be checkups on checkups on yeah. checkups on that guy all the time. It's probably to an annoying level. If he's out there trying to golf, I know he was doing some golfing, some fishing things that you can just kind of get out and do. And I bet you there's just someone coming to check every hour, like, yep. hey, have you taken your this? Have you drank your yeah. this? Have you? I mean, that that's too valuable. What happens if you hit an errant shot and you're on vocal rest? This is what it sounds like. Well, he just holds his he holds his fingers. Up. Kevin and Slim in the morning, the big 
do the thing like a lot of NFL teams at the beginning yeah. of the fourth quarter. You just hold All four fingers, fingers up and you're like, dude, I tried my best. I hope you're looking uh, my direction because what a week! <laughs> what a week for him to not be able to do interviews. He had the number one song of the week in country music this week with "Last Night," and you know all the the media sites love to talk to the person who has the number one right. song of the week. And you couldn't get any audio from him this week. <laughs> Which is a Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. We had someone email asking what if there was any good paying summer part-time jobs because it's that season where you're starting to put in the applications if you're a kid. Kevin James. Take the lifeguard certification. Or Cert- certification. Good God, what is wrong That's with me okay. today? It's okay. No, it's not. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Time now to sit down with Non-Golf Digest's Kevin James and Sean Widmer for another interview on Non-Golf Digest. Well, welcome to your home of Non-Golf Digest, where we talk all about golf without talking about golf. Great to see you today, Kevin. I'm very excited about today's guest, who's sure to be a hole-in-one. There's no doubt about that. There's no mulligans here. We bring in one of our favorite golfers, Jay Daniels, mm. a man who, in 1995, I read on his bio <laughs> that he said he wanted to play golf in the Senior PGA Tour. And then Jay Daniels made babies, and he made a lot of them. And he gave up golf to raise his children. And we start with Jay by asking this question. Why now, Jay? Why now are you back into golf? Well, first of all, guys, thanks for having me on. What Am I supposed to be talking like this? Oh. No, you t- t- just be yourself. Okay, because, yeah, That's I'm not, we're technically very not an announcer. Non-golf yeah. Digest. Yeah, thank we have you. a lot of people very intimidated by our voices when they come on this show. Certainly. We urge you to be yourself. Oh, thank you so much, guys. What a pleasure and an honor to be here on Non-Golf Digest. I appreciate it. Didn't know there was such a thing and was excited to find out how popular you guys are. And I I immediately subscribed to your podcast and found out I was the only one. But anyway, um, thank you so much for the invitation. And I can't wait to come back for a second time. And the question again was, why now? Yeah, why now? Well, it's a great question, Kevin. Is it Kevin? Yes. Kevin, it's a great question, Kevin. Thank you so much for asking it. I always like to thank people for asking questions by saying, thank you for asking it. I feel like politicians do that, and it seems to work for them. And again, the question was, why now? Non-Politics yeah. Digest. Not- That's coming up on tomorrow's Can't show. wait. I hope a guest, help my guest, Cat, but your podcast is popular. James, uh, what is inside you that gives you the burning desire to golf as much as you do now? Ooh, I wanted to spend as much possible money as I could before dying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Much better golf laugh. Appreciate that. Jay, it's been nice to see you getting back into golf. Mm, 15 years off. It was a it was a long run. It was a long, idle period, but glad to be back now. I know things have changed in the last 15 years, not only for the golf world, but for you. Have you noticed a different approach into the beverages that you bring out or the liquids that you consume whilst on the course? Well, golf's a very serious sport. Only water or Gatorade to be consumed. You can't put anything else in your temple and still expect to hit the ball straight, guys. Kevin, do we want to talk snacks? I know you and I were talking on yesterday's episode of Non-Golf Digest about... I missed that one. Oh, it was a great segment. We did the top 1,600 snacks, according to the two of us on the golf course. (laughs) And you can go find that episode. I think it was a four and a half hour episode of Non-Golf Digest. In order, I would imagine, correct? Yeah. Ranked in order? Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. We would love to ask you just maybe your top one. 
top one yes, snack. You're golfing. Is this correct? Are you golfing with your two sons? Uh, mainly with my sons, yes. I mean, and by mainly, I mean always. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you ever take a fourth or is it just the three of you? Sometimes I'll take a fifth, but I can't hit the dang thing straight after that. About the snacks. About the snacks with About your the boys. Snacks. Do you happen to have a go-to snack while you're out there with your sons? Uh, we don't bring a lot of food. Granola bars, very boring, Ooh, very dry. Sometimes you take the ones with the little peanut butter on it, but they tend to melt in the sun. So at uh, the turn, that's that's where you either get the muffin. Number 243. Uh, blueberry and vanilla chocolate, the uh, choices last turn. Or, right for the German sausage, guys. Oh, German no, sausage. I was going to ask if any of your boys enjoyed a wiener. Well, sometimes they will go with the regular. I do the German sausage. Not next, not necessarily the best choice because about hole 14, you're going to get that one a second time. We like to ask the hard-hitting questions. Kind of like a mulligan on that German sausage, if you know what I'm saying. We like to ask the questions, uh, the hard-hitting questions. And this is actually from our producer, Mulligan. And he has asked us to ask you, how is this relationship with you golf and your two sons affected your relationship with your daughter who obviously has not been invited to these many many golf events that you and the boys have been experiencing together ouch distance is the excuse always make sure that you have a good excuse i find that the best way to parent has she brought it up she is not she what is a great not daughter yeah. and my favorite of your children very busy in her own world and 240 miles from here so ouch. i do have one more question it's kind of like one you. of your tribes by the way, when you are on the green, do you always... Oh, that's a three-wood. Are you guys... Do you mark your balls, or do you... Uh, sometimes I J my ball, and my sons usually just mark theirs. They mark, okay. They love Anyway, that family. was not the question. The question you, is Kevin. simply this. Is it Kevin? Yes. Uh, what was you. the strangest thing you saw on the golf course yesterday? Oh, that's a great question, Kevin. I saw... It was very hot yesterday. It felt like it was 174 degrees. It was not that hot, but it felt like it. No breeze, sun beating down on hot. you. Hot. There was a man in uh, long pants, a long sleeve shirt with a short sleeve shirt over it, uh, a hat, and a mask. And he seemed like he was Excuse sweating. Excuse me? Wow. Was he there to rob someone? I'm not sure. No, it was a goalie mask. Oh. oh. Safety, <laughs> safety first, guys. Yeah? Jay, in your grand return mm-hmm. to the golf world, mm-hmm. have you purchased any trinkets, trinkets that you've added to your, again, 15 years is a long time. It between. is. Have you purchased any trinkets, any doodads, any doohickeys yes. that you've added to your collection of uh, golf? Uh, I have purchased some trinkets, and by trinkets, I mean new clubs, a new bag, and some new shoes. Those sound like cheap trinkets. Wow. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the What's the saying? One man's trinket is another man's hobby? Tune in tomorrow where we do the Daniels Family Golf Power Rankings. Spoiler, Jay's on top.